Welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read you the entire Bible in one year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Sarah Ruth, and I'll be your reader today. Today is Friday, December 2nd, or the 8th of Kislev on the Hebrew calendar. This week, our parasha, that's the portion from the Torah, is called Vayetzah, which means he went out. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment to bless God and thank him for his word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his son, Yeshua the Messiah, our master. Today's readings are going to begin in the Torah, and our first reading is from Genesis, or Barashit, and we're going to read Genesis 31, 17 through 42. Then Jacob rose up and set his sons and his wives on the camels, and he took away all his livestock and all his possessions which he had gathered, including the livestock which he had gained in Paddan Aram, to go to Isaac, his father, to the land of Canaan. Now Laban had gone to shear his sheep, and Rachel stole the teraphim that were her father's. Jacob deceived Laban, the Syrian, in that he did not tell him that he was running away. So he fled with all that he had. He rose up, passed over the river, and set his face toward the mountain of Gilead. Laban was told on the third day that Jacob had fled. He took his relatives with him and pursued him seven days' journey. He overtook him in the mountain of Gilead. God came to Laban, the Syrian, in a dream of that night and said to him, Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. Laban caught up with Jacob. Now Jacob had pitched his tent in the mountain, and Laban with his relatives camped in the mountain of Gilead. And Laban said to Jacob, What you have done, that you have deceived me and carried away my daughters like captives of the sword. Why did you flee secretly and deceive me and did not tell me that I might have sent you away with mirth and with songs, with tambourine and with harp, and did not allow me to kiss my sons and my daughters? Now you have done foolishly. It is in the power of my hand to hurt you. But the God of your father spoke to me last night, saying, Be careful that you do not speak to Jacob, either good or bad. Now you want to be gone, because you greatly longed for your father's house. But why have you stolen my gods? Then Jacob answered and said to Laban, Because I was afraid, for I said, Lest you should take your daughters from me by force. Anyone you find your gods with shall not live. Before our relatives, discern what is yours with me and take it. For Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. And Laban went into Jacob's tent, into Leah's tent, and into the tent of the two female servants. 
but he did not find them. And he went out of Leah's tent and entered into Rachel's tent. Now Rachel had taken the teraphim, put them in the camel's saddle, and sat on them. Laban fell all around on the tent, but did not find them. She said to her father, Do not let my lord be angry that I cannot rise up before you, for I am having my period. And he searched, but did not find the teraphim. Then Jacob became angry and argued with Laban. And Jacob answered and said to Laban, What is my trespass? What is my sin that you have hotly pursued pursued me? Now that you have felt around in all my goods, what have you found of all your household goods? Set it here before my relatives and your relatives, that they may judge between us two. These twenty years I have been with you. Your ewes and your female goats have not cast their young, and I have not eaten the rams of your flocks. That which was torn of animals I did not bring to you. I bore its loss. Of my hand you required it, whether stolen by day or stolen by night. This was my situation in the day the drought consumed me and the frost by night, and my sleep fled from my eyes. These 20 years I have been in your house. I served you 14 years for your two daughters and six years for your flock, and you have changed my wages 10 times. Unless the God of my father, the God of Abraham, and the fear of Isaac had been with me, surely now you would have sent me away empty. God has seen my affliction and the labor of my hands and rebuked you last night. And that finishes our readings in Bereshit. Now we're going to go to the prophets, which is going to be readings from Samuel 6 and 7, or Shemuel. When the ark of the Lord had been in the country of the Philistines seven months, the Philistines called for the priests and the diviners, saying, What shall we do with the ark of the Lord? Show us how we could send it to its place. They said, If you send away the ark of the God of Israel, do not send it empty, but by all means return a trespass offering to him. Then you will be healed, and it will be known to you why his hand is not removed from you. And they said, What should the trespass offering be which we shall return to him? And they said, Five golden tumors and five golden mice. For the number of the lords of the Philistines, for one plague was on you all and on your lords. Therefore, You shall make images of your tumors and images of your mice that demolish the land. And you shall give glory to the God of Israel. Perhaps he will release his hand from you, from your gods and from your land. Why then do you harden your hearts as the Egyptians and Pharaoh hardened their hearts? When he had worked wonderfully among them, did they not let the people go and they departed? Now then, take and prepare yourselves a new cart and two milk cows, on which there has come no yoke. 
and tie the cows to the cart and bring their calves home from them and take the ark of the Lord and lay it on the cart. Put the jewels of gold, which you return to him for a trespass offering, in a box by its side and send it away that it may go. Behold, if it goes up by the way of its own border to Beth Shemesh, then he has done us this great evil. But if not, then we shall know that it is not his hand that struck us. It was all by chance that this happened to us. The men did so and took two milk cows and tied them to the cart and shut up their calves at home. They put the ark of the Lord on the cart and the box with the golden mice and the images of their tumors. And the cows took the way straight toward Beth Shemesh. They went along the highway, lowing as they went, and did not turn away to the right hand or to the left. And the lords of the Philistines went after them to the border of Beth Shemesh. Now the people of Beth Shemesh were reaping their wheat harvest in the valley. And they lifted up their eyes and saw the ark and rejoiced to see it. Then the cart came into the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh and stood there where there was a great stone. Then they split the wood of the cart and offered up the cows for a burnt offering to the Lord. The Levites took down the ark of the Lord and the box that was with it, in which the jewels of gold were, and put them on the great stone. And the men of Beth Shemesh offered burnt offerings and sacrificed sacrifices the same day to the Lord. When the five lords of the Philistines had seen it, they returned to Akron that same day. These are the golden tumors which the Philistines returned for a trespass offering to the Lord. For Ashdod one, for Gaza one, for Ashkelon one, for Gath one, for Ekron one, and the golden mice according to the number of all the cities of the Philistines belonging to the five lords, both of fortified cities and of country villages, even to the great stone on which they set down the ark of the Lord. That stone remains to this day in the field of Joshua of Beth Shemesh. Then he struck the men of Beth Shemesh because they had looked into the ark of the Lord. He struck 50,070 of the men, and the people mourned because the Lord had struck the people with a great slaughter. Then the men of Beth Shemesh said, Who is able to stand before the Lord, this holy God? To whom shall he go up from us? They sent messengers to the inhabitants of Kiriath-Jerim, saying, The Philistines have brought back the ark of the Lord. Come down and bring it up to yourselves. The men of Kiriath-Jerim came and took the ark of the Lord and brought it into Abinadab's house on the hill and consecrated Eleazar his son to keep the ark of the Lord. And it was that from the day the ark was stationed in Kiriath-Jerim that the time was long, for it was twenty years, and all the house of Israel lamented after the Lord. Then Samuel spoke to all the house of Israel, saying, 
If you are returning to the Lord with all your heart, then put away the foreign gods and the Ashtaroth from among you and direct your hearts to the Lord and serve him only, and he will deliver you out of the hand of the Philistines. Then the sons of Israel removed the bells and the Ashtaroth and served the Lord only. Then Samuel said, Gather all Israel to Mizpah, and I will pray to the Lord for you. They gathered together Mizpah and drew water and poured it out before the Lord and fasted on that day and said there, We have sinned against the Lord. And Samuel judged the sons of Israel from Mizpah. When the Philistines heard that the sons of Israel were gathered together at Mizpah, the lords of the Philistines went up against Israel. When the sons of Israel heard it, they were afraid of the Philistines. The sons of Israel said to Samuel, Do not stop crying to God, our God, for us, that he will save us out of the hand of the Philistines. So Samuel took a suckling lamb and offered it for a whole burnt offering to the Lord. And Samuel cried to the Lord for Israel, and the Lord answered him. As Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines came near to battle against Israel. But the Lord thundered with a great thunder on that day on the Philistines and confused them. And they were struck down before Israel. The men of Israel went out of Mizpah and pursued the Philistines and struck them until they came under beth Then Samuel took a stone and set it between Mizpah and Shen and called his name Ebenezer, saying, The Lord helped us until now. So the Philistines were subdued and they did not enter again within the border of Israel. The hand of the Lord was against the Philistines all the days of Samuel. The cities which the Philistines had taken from Israel were restored to Israel, from Ekron even to Gath, and Israel recovered its border out of the hand of the Philistines. There was peace between Israel and the Amorites. Samuel judged Israel all the days of his life, and he went from year to year in a circuit to Bethel, Gilgal, and Mizpah, and he judged Israel in all those places. His return was to Ramah, for his house was there, and he judged Israel there, and he built an altar to the Lord there. That's the end of our portion from Shemuel 7 today. And now we're going to move on to the writings. Today's reading in the writings is in Psalms, the Talhalim, and it's going to be Psalm 50, a psalm by Isaph, the mighty one, God the Lord speaks and calls the earth from sunrise to sunset. Out of Zion, the perfection of beauty, God shines forth. Our God comes and does not keep silent. A fire devours before him, and it is very stormy around him. He calls to the heavens above, to the earth, that he may judge his people. Gather to me my devoted ones, those who have made a covenant with me by sacrifice. 
The heavens shall declare his righteousness, for God himself is judge. Hear my people, and I will speak. Israel, I will testify against you. I am God your God. I do not rebuke you for your sacrifices. Your burnt offerings are continually before me. I have no need for a bull from your stall, nor male goats from your pens, for every animal of the forest is mine, and the livestock on a thousand hills. I know all the birds of the mountains. The wild animals of the field are mine. If I were hungry, I would not tell you, for the world is mine and all that it is in it. Will I eat the meat of bulls or drink the blood of goats? Offer to God the sacrifice of thanksgiving. Pay your vows to the Lord. Call on me in the day of trouble. I will deliver you and you will honor me. But to the wicked, God says, What right do you have to declare my statutes? That you have taken my covenant on your lips since you hate instruction and throw my words behind you. When you saw a thief, you consented with him and have participated with adulterers. You give your mouth to evil and your tongue frames deceit. You sit and speak against your brother. You slander your own mother's son. You've done these things, and I kept silent. You thought that I was just like you. I will rebuke you and accuse you in front of your eyes. Now consider this, you who forget God, lest I tear you into pieces and there be no one to deliver. He who offers the sacrifice of thanksgiving glorifies me. And to him who orders his way aright, I will show the salvation of God. This completes the readings from the Telhalim today. We're going to move on from the writings to the apostles. Today's reading in the apostles is from Mark. And it is in Mark 7. Then the Pharisees and some of the Torah teachers gathered together to him, having come from Jerusalem. Now when they saw some of his disciples eating bread with defiled, that is, unwashed hands, they found fault. For the Pharisees and all Jewish people do not eat unless they wash their hands and forearms, holding to the tradition of the elders. They do not eat when they come from the marketplace unless they bathe themselves, and there are many other things which they have received to hold to, washings of cups, pitchers, bronze vessels, and couches. And the Pharisees and the Torah teachers asked him, Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat their bread with unwashed hands? He answered them, Well, did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites as it is written? This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But they worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. For you set aside the commandment of God and hold tightly to the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups, and you do many other such things. 
He said to them, Full well do you reject the commandment of God, that you may keep your tradition. For Moses said, Honor your father and mother, and he who speaks evil of father or mother, let him be put to death. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is korban, that is, an offering devoted to God, that is to say, given to God, then you no longer allow him to do anything for his father or his mother, making void the word of God by your tradition, which you have handed down, and you do many things like this. He called all the multitude to himself and said to them, Hear me, all of you, and understand. There is nothing from outside of the man that going into him can defile him. But the things which proceed out of the man are those that defile him. If anyone has ears to hear, let him hear. When he had entered into a house away from the multitude, his disciples asked him about the parable. And he said to them, Are you also without understanding? Do you not perceive that whatever goes into the man from the outside cannot defile him? Because it does not go into his heart, but into his stomach, then into the latrine, making all foods clean? And he said, What comes out of the man that defiles the man? For from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, sexual sins, murders, thefts, covetings, wickedness, deceit, lustful desires, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, and foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. From there he arose and went away into the borders of Tyre and Sidon. And he entered into a house and did not want anyone to know it, but he could not escape notice. For a woman, whose little daughter had an unclean spirit, having heard of him, came and fell down at his feet. Now the woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by race. She begged him that he would cast the demon out of her daughter. But Yeshua said to her, Let the children be filled first, for it is not appropriate to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. But she answered him, Yes, master, yet even the dogs under the table eat the children's crumbs. And he said to her, For this saying, go your way, the demon has gone out of your daughter. She went away to her house and found the child, having been laid on the bed with the demon gone out. Again he departed from the borders of Tyre and Sidon and came to the Sea of Galilee, through the middle of the region of Decapolis. They brought to him one who was deaf and had an impediment in his speech. They begged him to lay his hand on them, and he took him aside from the multitude privately and put his fingers into his ears, and he spat and touched his tongue. And looking up to heaven, he sighed and said to him, Aphatha, that is, be opened. And immediately his ears were opened, and the impediment of his tongue was released, and he spoke clearly, and he commanded them that they should tell no one. 
But the more he commanded them, so much the more widely they proclaimed it. And they were astonished beyond measure, saying, He has done all things well. He makes even the deaf hear and the mute speak. This completes our readings from the Apostle and all of our readings today. If you are reading through the apostolic writings twice in this year's cycle, you'll also be reading 1 Corinthians chapter 3. It's been such a joy to read to you today these words from this book that is a treasure. I pray that your week will be ended on a beautiful holy note as you enter the Sabbath and it has been a joy to read to you here on Daily Bread for Busy Moms. This is Sarah Ruth. Shalom. Until next time.